Hey everyone, welcome to Black Women with Opinions, the podcast. I'm Eb. I'm Mandy. I'm Sia. And this is a safe space for black women to give their unfiltered opinions about anything and everything. We hope you're ready for a good time. Okay. Hey everyone, welcome hey. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Howdy. <laughs> Episode six. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's just crazy, y'all. We on episode six. Woo. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> We're doing a podcast, friends. A whole podcast. <laughs> just a few minutes ago, we were just in coffee shops talking about this. Okay. Now it's a whole right. thing. It's it a real st- thing. It all started at girls' night. Oh, it did. It did. So. A dream was born. A dream was born, and we're doing it now. Oh man, how are you, ladies, feeling? Who child? I know <laughs> it's been a hell of a week. Yes, I would have to so agree. Been a hell of a week. <laughs> yeah. I would have to agree. Contemplating a lot of new things. Yeah. yeah. Um, figuring out some some old things. Yeah. This has been a dynamic week, that's for sure. It has. We've got a lot done this week with a lot of challenges. <laughs> Very, lots and lots of hurdles. It's so oh funny God. because I know, like, as a listener you uh, of any podcast you or any show, you just have no idea what a person is doing behind the scenes. <laughs> to get you yeah. that finished to product. To get to the finished product, but just know... We've Baby. gone through some things. But. We're breaking our backs over here. Okay. Oh, okay. but we've gotten we got there this week. We got there this week. Yes. I really think I it, know. it really worked out well because I think we work well together as a team. Yeah, I, I think, agree. And uh, we give each other grace. And, oh yes. <laughs> but also hold each other accountable. We and do, it's like sure. okay, yep. There's the grace. Sure. Now accountability. We're still gonna do this. We do. Yeah. So, I really love that, yeah. and I'm very proud of us for being able to stay on track yeah you know, because procrastination baby you know it's one of my best friends it runs in yes. my blood <laughs> but at the same time i'm a sleepy bear so you know <laughs> i'm procrastinating just because honestly i want to nap but it's okay it's okay we but, can sleep when it's all done yes so. even with all of that we still we still staying on track we still putting up weekly content yes um every single every single week, week we got a new episode so yes, yes we are a weekly podcast weekly guys. weekly i know some we people are have <laughs> have been checking in to ask about that we are weekly yes yeah. we drop on thursdays at midnight I didn't know we were going to be weekly. Remember? Yeah. Yes. Was, wasn't it bi It was bi weekly at first. But no, we are weekly um, every Thursday at midnight. You can count on it. So it's actually Wednesday yeah. at midnight. That's every, oh. <laughs> when she said it the first time, I was like, I'm going to let it slide. No. But <laughs> don't, don't let it slide. It's actually Wednesday at midnight. It's I'm okay. Sorry, which technically guys. is Thursday, Thursday, which is right. So. I usually get those mixed up. So let's clarify. Since so I messed up. So Wednesday <laughs> at midnight, we drop a new podcast every week. There every we go. episode, a new episode. Um, because we wanted up for those Thursday morning right. commutes. Yes, Correct. when you're on your way to work, or you know, some of these folks that's working overnight. Yeah, yes. we want to make sure that you have something to listen to, or even while you're cleaning your house for the weekend, you okay. got something in the queue ready to 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 play yes. and listen to. Yes, yes, for yes, sure, yes, for yes. sure. Well, so, you, yeah. well, you all this week, we're going to get right on into our something to sip yes. on. Yes. So this week, something to sip on is with Stella Rose. Shout we out have to Stella. Some amazing wine selections with Stella. So we have Stella Berry. Sia sipping on Stella Berry. Mandy and I are sipping on 
Stella Red Apple. It's good. Mandy, how would you describe Stella Red Apple? I would say that it's very, it's very light in the fruitiness of it, but it gives you that sweetness. Mm-hmm. Not bitter or anything like that. Like I know people like I know see it doesn't like the like dry wines or anything like Mm-mm. that. Right. It's very tangy and I really like the bubbly like flavors of it. It's very kind of playful. Yeah. Me too. I like that it was very light. And I think yeah. it would really compliment like if you were hosting like a brunch for your friends. Mm-hmm. I think it would be really good if you were making like an apple juice sparkling yeah. something. That would be really good to compliment that. And then how do you like Stella Berry Thea? Oh, I love Stella Berry. <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's very light, very refreshing, yeah. very berry forward. It definitely has a berry taste to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's sweeter than oh, it definitely the red is. apple. So it definitely if is. you are like thinking about which one to get, if you really are leaning more towards the sweet side, maybe Stella Berry's for you. But kind of right in the middle. It's not bitter at all. It's a very no. it's still a sweet wine, mm-hmm. but um it's just not as sweet as the Stella Berry, but red apple is really crisp and light. So I agree. Yeah. I, I like it. Would. I enjoy. I love it. Yay. Yes, yes. So go and get you some Stella. Go Try Stella. it out. Leave some Ooh. comments uh in or leave some uh reviews in our comments. Let us know which Ooh, one. Oh, and you tell like. us what drink mixes y'all do with Stella Berry. Because remember I sent yes. y'all that one yes. with the uh what it was a brandy, a Stella brandy or yes. something. Yeah. Um, so we'll be looking out for that. We there were some that slushy too. ones we want to try. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 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 We would okay. love to see that. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna get our little sip on. Okay, okay. we about to yes. be it's about to get cold, so we're not going out to sip. We're gonna be in. Are we gonna to be sip. making warm drinks in the winter? I mean, you know, hot toddy <laughs> is a that is something. <laughs> drunk hot chocolate. Listen, oh, I love like Bailey's mm, mm, stuff like that. Yeah. Drunk hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Look out for drunk hot chocolate. Yeah. We can see that I'm happening thinking, in our uh, future. December for drunk yeah. hot chocolate. We're gonna have to. Yes. Get some warm cocktails for when it when it gets cold outside. You don't always need something with some ice. Yes. So yeah. We'll oh, look that sounds that good. Oh, I like that idea. That's excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what they excited for the holidays. Oh. Uh, they coming. They right around I the corner, know. y'all. Oh my god, they so close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you ain't started your Christmas savings, baby, you're too late. You better oh. you better hurry up. Oh, you gotta no, get not. started. I'm telling you, Amazon gonna be your best friend. Yeah. Last year I did so. I did so good last year. Amazon is okay, but here's the thing. I don't like the the rush of it at the end. Yeah. I want my stuff stuff bought before black friday when i go black friday shopping that's for me that is for me i'm looking for ooh, what do i want because i didn't already bought for everybody else yes okay and so i that's why i'm like mm, now's the time babes you better get it together get your get your funds right um so i'm good this year because we are doing disney for there you go christmas there you go so yes. that's kind of the big thing that's the, the big present. ticket <laughs> so i'm just i just gotta get my little stuff you know like mm-hmm. y'all stuff and i'm like i don't even know what i'm getting y'all this year though well that's, well, well I, i'm we have some suggestions one of those things you know you'll get from me is some wine that's for sure <laughs> i just need y'all to know that my pockets is not overflowing okay that's it i said when you come with your suggestions make them reasonable okay. no ferraris <laughs> or teslas will be bought by me you're not gonna give me bugatti this year i thought it was a good friend not in this moment that's i was true. absolutely <laughs> expecting a birkin so i'm really i don't 
don't even think I'm anywhere near the list. Oh, <laughs> man. So I don't know how it's going to well, work. Disappointment. Now, I can DH gate you. <laughs> I can DH gate you. Y'all going to look like a bag of money, but it ain't going to hey, cost you. That, that, that is to me. It ain't nothing wrong with no DH gate. I, I, I love DH gate. Yes, come through. Listen. Yes, I almost rather look like it and know that you have the money still in your pocket. In my pocket. Right. I can That's still put the stack in my bag. I didn't spend it on the bag. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Because yeah. I, I, y'all know, it's just very irresponsible when I see somebody who has real designer and no car. Baby, you can't, you, you got Louis on the Metro? That feels irresponsible to me. That you, also you're feels like you're trying to get God. You're wearing a $1,200 yeah. $1, bag. Yet you don't have $1,200 in your account. That's concerning. That seems very irresponsible mm-hmm. to me. I always try to live within my means. Yes. And I don't have a problem with having a knockoff or... At all. Or right. Or something that is not, you know, Gucci. Maybe it's catch, okay? I like catch. Right. Yes. Well, my, right. I'm very fickle. I like Chantel. Yeah. yeah I'm What's very wrong with Chantel? When it- <laughs> Chantel, I will get there one day. One but right day. now, Chantel is... Chantel the- will do. I'm just too, too fickle. Like, I may like it today, and then I may not... I like that it tomorrow part. and then yeah. you mean I spent this much money on this bag and they're going to say that yes you're going to get your value and it's going to grow in, in price sometimes bags don't do that also don't believe the way the I treat my stuff sometimes yes, like, I mean I, that part it, it, I'm going to wear it out and I'm not and I'm not even going to lie when I find something that I like and yeah. that's with clothes shoes food yeah. if I like it I'm going to kind of wear it out mm. yeah. Yeah. Wear it and out. then what now my Louis is all jacked up because I didn't have to wear it every day for the last 365 days <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-mm, no, it's okay. I just get my fooey and I can buy three more and it'll be just fine. And it's fine with me. And if you turn <laughs> that close in my bag, baby, you you need to make sure get you, you a life, get you a life, or That's buy that me part. one yes. if you are that concerned. Yeah, come on now. If you really need me to have designer sweetheart, if it's that heavy on your heart, go yeah. ahead and buy one. I'll accept it. <laughs> And there's other options if you have I'll to have it. it there are like <laughs> I'm gonna wear it out. You go every time you see me, you are gonna see it. And I tell you too. My friend got me there. I'm just a love. If you want some so badly, there's pre-loved options and stuff like that. that I'd rather see people true. people go with that. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. have the coins in your pockets because ain't nobody got time for that. You you don't have money to put food on the table. But we are so in a recession. And baby. the way that this in- inflation, inflation is inflating, girl, and just don't seem to want to stop inflating. We just keep going up and up and up. Yeah, my milk is like five dollars. Ridiculous. Why is my milk five? Child, don't even get me started on the eggs. <laughs> Ooh. I'm going to need to buy me a damn chicken at this point. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Who going to have chickens in their backyard? Somebody. Somebody. Let's rock, need paper, to... scissors okay. for it. Okay. <laughs> Y'all know what? Will somebody get a cow? Somebody get a pig? Somebody get a cow? We're going to have to have our own farms in our backyard and barter with one another. <laughs> I was on TikTok and they said you can make your own cheese danish like from uh, Starbucks. Honey, so I've been watching. I've been watching. to figure it out. And you, this, this is how I know we're friends because when I saw it, I said, I bet you see it gonna make this. <laughs> I said, and then I'm gonna just be able to eat it. I, why, okay. would, why did I say, you know what? I'm gonna make them and I'm gonna take them over there. That's yes. exactly what I said. Baby, because there ain't no reason for me to be spending $15 every time I go to the Starbucks. Every time. every time. And I want it every day. Yes. So <laughs> they know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. See, they know what they're doing. Let me tell you what my fat butt did this morning. Mm-hmm. I got the croissants. Croissants. Croissant. Uh-huh. The croissants mm-hmm. from a. Uh, Walmart. Uh huh. Great croissants. Cannot recommend them enough. Yeah. You put them in the oven 425. They are crispy, flaky. Tastes like they just made them. Okay. So then, you know, they have a cinnamon honey butter. Yes. And I got some cream cheese. 
and I mixed the cinnamon honey butter with the cream cheese and piped it all over the croissant. See, this sounds good. Let me tell you about my friend. She gonna cook. That's what she gonna do. Made two Bob Evans sausages with it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, that sounds Mm, good. That sounds good. That sounds good. Baby, when I said it was... (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, my ass at Starbucks been at seventeen dollars and ninety eight cents. Okay, sure didn't. Those pastries was what five dollars, but it only come with six. Now they is like two dollars pastries. That's yeah. still a better bar- bargain than what I'm dealing with yeah. over here. Yes, I'm my matcha six latte for one. Ba- okay, with extra caramel drizzle. I've been, and I've been obsessed with matcha. The matcha. Um, latte teas lately mm. they're, oh. they're my favorite I can, so because good. coffee doesn't agree with me the same anymore so yeah and sometimes i get burnt out on coffee yeah. so it's like i want to switch it up and get something else it's so good it's i always so get good. the refreshers or the passion fruit tea lemonade i've yeah. been drinking the passion mm-hmm. fruit tea lemonade since i was in college okay yeah. i was obsessed mm-hmm. they're really tasty too and they sell the passion fruit tea as a pre-made mm-hmm. drink at target Y'all know. Y'all better you know that really I don't be your own barista. <laughs> you can you be your own barista. The, uh, the steps. Y'all got to do that yeah. one with some Milo's lemonade. Tastes just That's like. Good. Okay. Honey child. We might have a next, Starbucks right, episode series, in the future. Right. <laughs> Starbucks don't sue us. <laughs> okay. Plenty of people will still come to you. Yes. Girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, I have another. Are you the asshole? Okay. Let me pull it up here, cause we um <laughs> we want to get some opinions on it. Okay, we're ready. All for right, us. so we're gonna tell we're gonna tell y'all uh, who we think the asshole is, and we want you to tell us who you think the asshole is. Okay, okay. let's discuss. <clears throat> okay, so yesterday I was informed that my daughter Sam was a part of a group of students who bullied another girl to the point that she had to switch schools. There was a racial aspect to the bullying, which came as a complete shock since my since my wife and I truly did our best to raise our three kids to be kind and honest individuals. I don't believe that a grounding uh, and a confiscation of electronics is harsh enough for what Sam did. So I told Sam that she won't be allowed to participate in homecoming or attend senior prom. I told her that she won't be getting a car for her 18th birthday either. Finally, I told her that she'll need to delete all of her social media accounts with either me or her mother watching. Sam begged me to allow her to go to senior prom because it's a once in a lifetime event and keep her Instagram account because they had pictures going back years that weren't uh, weren't saved anywhere else. I told her that she shouldn't have been a racist bully. My parents are temporarily staying with us while their house is under renovations. They agree that what Sam did was completely out of line and must be punished, but they think uh, that making my daughter miss homecoming and senior prom and forcing her to delete her social media is far, far too harsh. Am I the asshole? Now, um, I know that... uh, I know you have some feelings on this, so why don't you go first? Let us have them. I got a sneak peek on this. I didn't mean to you all, but I did. (laughs) Um, I think that, first of all, I think the parent, when I saw it, I said the parent, in my opinion, had to probably have been bullied very severely Mm -hmm. um, as a kid because of the severity of the punishments. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like that the parent really went through something and they just couldn't believe that their child was putting somebody else through this. They felt triggered. Um, Yeah, completely. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally don't think that the punishment um, was completely wrong. I think that I would need to know what else the child has done in the past, though, because to me, it sounds like the straw that broke the camel's back. 
mm. because it was like they're doing they're taking away everything you know um and i think that the parent probably was just done now if that was not the case that this is like just a total this is not out this is outside your child's character they don't you don't think that they would usually do something like this then i think homecoming and prom maybe take one and not both of them just because that's what i was kind of especially thinking. yeah especially prom i feel like if i was a child i would pick prom if, if i had to have a choice yeah. um because that's that means you're a child's entire school year is almost broken broken or taken away from them based upon something they may have done towards the beginning of the school year they may be a totally different child by the time we get to prom you know they may have really totally seen the error of their ways um i think too i would have made them um really write some sort of apology or like mm -hmm. say something apologetic to this child and really in some sincere way not just walk up to the kid and be like i'm sorry mm -hmm. <laughs> you know really have well, a sincere the, the child moment. has gone to another school so they would have had to write that's a letter right. that's right so mm -hmm. they had to write some sort of letter or something but i i didn't think i thought that the punishments you know bullying kids don't see the severity of how bullying can affect other kids if they're not if they're not the kid being bullied right and i think that the the parent i mean they know their child and we we can always say like oh that was too tough that was too severe but you don't know that child you know and maybe they know what will get through to their kid mm -hmm. you know some kids you take something away they're not bothered by it at all right but you take away an experience from them like prom or homecoming you take away all their social media now i wasn't re i really was not mad at the taking away of the social media and i'll tell you why because i feel like if a child is bullying a kid and they have gone to another the child went to another school the bullying could still be going on yeah that's through social media. a lot of time the bullying starts on social media yeah, exactly. and then escalates really to in does. person so that would have been As my he, first punishment i had a, i had a different little take because i didn't want her to like i agree with a lot of her punishment but i also didn't want the child to internalize her punishments and take it out on that other child yeah mm -hmm. be like because you said something or whatever now i can't do all anything. of it i can't do anything that's a good point and you never know what exactly the bullying was like mm -hmm. yeah i understand it was a racial thing to it and i'm sure that's the part that really mm -hmm. shocked her and really made her go so hard because she was like, you're not going to have people thinking I'm racist mm -hmm. or I raised you like that. I didn't mm -hmm. raise you like that. Mm -hmm. right. I think that was the thing. I don't even necessarily know if the parent was bullied, but we we all know that that, that racial thing, it can go from zero to 100. Oh, your child is like that? That's because you taught them that. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I'm they saying? They learned it, it somewhere. And they bring it in and now she like, I'm scared for my life because you got everybody thinking that I'm somehow teaching you this at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I wouldn't take away senior prom. Mm -hmm. However, she would be on a a short leash. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't take away prom. And then I would have access to her Instagram because little do y'all know, you taking it away, but they can go right to school and create a new one. They have Finstas. Oh. They have They all have of this. so much stuff, so much access. They be on Discord and all kinds of stuff and they still can bully each other. Yeah. What I would do is I would get that password to and that Instagram. It. You know what I'm saying? She may be able to hack, but I'm gonna have the her main account. Mm -hmm. So that way anytime something popping, you know what I'm saying? It mm -hmm. lead back to that account. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna do. You're gonna be on short leash. But also I, I really need her to get some counseling or something. Yeah. 
I'm not, I'm not, I would be like, I'm not raising a child like that. And so you're going to have a lot of hoops to jump through in order to get your privileges and to do your things. And I wouldn't buy a car. I don't Mm-mm. think I would buy a car. No. You can buy your own car. Mm-hmm. Since you are bullying and you have all, you can buy your own car. Mm-hmm. That buying a car thing is a privilege anyway. I just feel like that is like, you need to be, and it be something and should be earned. Yeah. Yeah. Not just expected. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of what type of car it is. Because, you know, some parents like, I didn't even, I didn't get them a new car. I just, it doesn't matter. I got them something to get that around the college. That type of freedom for an 18-year-old who mm-hmm. didn't have to work for it, it was given to them. Yeah. You need to work for that. Especially yeah. because you're clearly not working it on it in your social activities mm-hmm. or at school. Um, so, my take is a little bit different, too. I think, I agree with a lot of the punishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with a lot of it because... Bullying, especially with a racial undertone, is Ooh. very, very dangerous. Yes. Because there was actually just a case I was uh, seeing a, a clip on um, on TikTok where they were talking about 14 or 15 year old boy uh, invited this and his friends, but it's spe- specifically this one child invited this black kid to go to a lake and they were trying to drown him in the lake. What? Yeah, and stuff like that happen all the time. All the time, all the time. And so it's like, it can be very, very dangerous, and it is not something that you should take lightly. Yeah. Um, But almost to that point of, like, I agree with, like, doing some type of counseling, but also some type of volunteer work. Yeah. No, you're not going to to homecoming. You're not. Instead of going to homecoming, you're going to go volunteer at this shelter, or you're going to go serve the the underprivileged. You're going to go do something productive to show your privilege and to put into perspective for you what this world is really made of Mm -hmm. because a lot of the times when when kids are bullies they either were bullied at home Mm -hmm. and so then they put that out on the other kids or they don't even see the world the same way at all as a child like you said as the child that is being bullied or they group up yeah, and because one person is doing it now, it has this snowball it's a gang effect, it's and a gang of y'all yeah. are doing it, which yeah. it sounds like happened, right? Because it was a group of them. And yeah. the other part is, I need the other kids to be some type of punished, or you have to stay away yeah. from them, right? Because yeah. that's the thing. As as the parent of one of the kids, you don't really have control of what happens to the other kids. No. But all I can do is control my child. You will be going on all of your social media platforms and will be making a apology to that a child, public. absolutely, a pub- because you publicly bullied this child. You will be publicly apologizing it will be sincere it may not come immediately it's Mm -hmm. going to come when you have sincere reasons and can verbalize why you are truly and immensely sorry for the damage that you have caused to this other child i don't want you to be just sorry because i took all your stuff away yeah no you're gonna have to move me before you even get the opportunity to move this person yeah because that part that that other child may never see it Mm -hmm. but you need to it needs to be out there that yes i made this terrible mistake and i am so sorry Mm, and how you are going to rectify that situation and how we gonna make sure this doesn't happen again because to me the biggest thing and the biggest lesson that can be learned here is that this was so wrong we cannot let there is no room for error again we We cannot have this again and see you made a i'm sorry you made you made a you made a really good point about group think like that when our kids get around a certain group Mm -hmm. of kids that i feel like they just start thinking like that the majority of the group and then you look around your child may have never exhibited any of these qualities right mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you have this child that's thinking this way acting this way you wondering who and what this child is so that's why i think it's so important for parents 
as they as they grow up, especially like in those teenage preteen years, to really start looking at their friends. You know, our mamas used to be like, "That's not your friend." Yep, girl, quick to say, and it. we didn't. We may yeah. not believe it, little did but I realize at the time, man, every time she said it, it she was, was right. right. Every it time. was right. It's like time. nope, that show wasn't my friend. Yeah, I didn't see it. Didn't see it for another five years. No, okay. but it was show enough. Not okay. my friend. Another <laughs> no. thing I probably would make them do is get on that anti-bullying. You know, a lot of the schools have started an anti-bullying yeah. group. Yeah, they probably would have to be the head person. You're gonna be a part of this. You're going to make sure that I'm this, gonna make sure. Yeah, because yeah. because like I said, it's so that not even just what you could do to another child. Kids commit suicide every day. Every day, these babies are hurting, <sighs> yes. and it. It, is, it makes it even worse when it is coming from your peers who are you were sharing the shared experience with at the same time in your life. These kids coming up right now, I mean, I know I feel like we had dealt with some shit, but these kids right now are dealing with some shit. A lot, because yeah. we didn't have cyberbullying. I mean, because social you didn't media have was really like just that. Yeah, no. we didn't have well, we access. Had Bebo. We had Bebo. Yeah, but we didn't have access to each other like they do. No, we no, didn't have messaging. We just had comments. And yeah, like all of that. And you barely had that. They can, they can comment from several different pages it's so easy to make a new, new page. page yeah it's so easy to hide on social yeah. media now you know hide what i'm saying it's just this avatar that nobody knows who it is who it is so and yeah then how about the flip side how about the mass shootings how about the people right. who y'all persecuting y'all think y'all have gotten over on yeah. who come back and or everybody out yeah that's it's, my thing it's like these people are being bullied but you don't even know how long they've been bullied mm -hmm. like before yeah. they got to a point where they just broke or they cracked in some way right. you have no idea right so this person that's bullying this person they're like this is the one the parent found out but yeah, how right. long has it been happening before then? but you know they don't even have laws yet for no. cyberbullying because that's yeah. how new that this phenomenon is yeah. bullying is not new but the fact the of way. being able to get to a person without anybody else knowing like all the teachers know if y'all steady surrounding a student mm -hmm, the yeah. principal knows that everybody keep pushing him every time they go down the hall you know whether they acknowledge it or not you can see it mm -hmm. in the school versus when they go home and they pull out their phone and they have several messages calling them a slut yeah I can't see that and if my child don't show me right. I don't know and yeah. a lot of times by the time the parent realizes what's going on it is so far gone or it's too late yeah. oh my god it's it's terrible so I, that's one of the things like I mm -hmm. yeah. the moment and that's the other thing parents have to be vigilant and I'm not blaming parents for this or anything like that but you really have to have your eye on your child and monitor their activity and 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 know like you said who they're hanging out with yes. okay because it is so important to try to nip that shit in the bud before it blows up yeah I hated my mama used to ask me for my phone randomly when I was mm. a teenager, I hated it. I would be like, what do you want? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, why do you keep asking me for my phone? But now... I understand. Now, mm -hmm. I, I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. You want to see what they have going. Yeah. What's on this stuff? Because I'm telling y'all, I looked at uh, one child's phone. She a teenager. I looked at her phone. I'm like, what is all of this stuff? These messaging apps? This mm -hmm. What is all of this? I ain't never even heard of mm -hmm. yeah. some of this stuff that and they And there's new stuff on. popping up every day. Yes. Every single day. Yeah. There's so, so many avenues they have to just get at other kids or other kids to get at them. Yeah. That's just scary. It is. They have way too much access, in my opinion. The children coming up now have way too much access to each other. Way too much access to the internet. It's so many ways to get around parental locks 
and everything and you can't even control if they seeing it on their friend's phone they right. may right. not be able to see it on theirs because you have your stuff blocked up yeah that's the thing but friend, you can take her social media if you want to and she could just be logged into a social media account on a friend's phone i've seen it or I've seen the friends are sharing it yeah so they all have, there yeah. is molly and Susie's. yeah account. and you'll never know so that's the thing like it's it's very difficult to discipline in that way, but that's why you got to be, You, I mean, it has to be your priority. And I don't, I mean, I feel like we don't know the severity of the situation. And I think that would, for me, be determined if prom is off the table or not. Because yeah. I get it, prom, that is a big deal for a lot of kids. Some yeah. kids couldn't give a damn. But it's a yeah. lot of yeah. kids that it's like a it clear, big, it clearly it was a big deal for us. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We all went to prom together. Like It was it was a big deal yeah. to be able to go and have that night um, and celebrate with each other. Uh, but depending on the severity for me that that also could be off the table and instead of going to prom you're going to go volunteer or you know we're going to be figuring something else out because yeah, i need this to hit i need this you to understand and that this, this is, is the age okay. where i'm about to send you off into the world right and, and what, what i would my hate control. yeah what i would hate for is you to go out there and get your behind whoop because now your high school antics don't work in these adult situations because every child don't transfer school right Some of no. them come back and knock your head off yeah no especially you talking about you, you coming at someone's race like you don't know you you're gonna be bullying people like you can't bully you can't bully adults at some point somebody gonna fight you back somebody yeah. gonna say something slick yeah, back to you and everybody that don't fight that my, that my gum okay listen yeah. you know that my gummy bra yeah around and don't find out. listen don't make me grab my chair <laughs> fuck around and find out and i would hate for you to go out here you know <laughs> mm. you try and bully an adult because <laughs> you 18 you try and bully an adult <laughs> Or just run across that wrong kid. That okay. one that one that yeah. had just too a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. And yes. now you about to get you all never of it. know. You don't know what other people are going through. And so I just and I I also wanna just, you know, make sure to, to make the point that like yeah, the parents are saying that like they were shocked because we've never done that. We, you know, we we didn't raise our children like that. We felt like we were open minded, but also make sure to reevaluate yourself. Yeah, yeah. because everybody yeah. has biases. Everybody has these thoughts that they may think that they're not passing on to their kids. But if you have them nine times out of ten, your kids you. see it. But yeah. you gotta check your surroundings too, be just because just because you don't doesn't mean that grandpa right doesn't correct or oh, they go goodness, over yes. the friend's house. Because right. I'm telling you, this friend, this clumping friend mentality, or who y'all believe is y'all friend, because y'all want to be a part of the popular crew. Yeah. Oh, they all picking on this person. So if I pick on this person, I will also be a part of it. Right. You got to be able to check all of that with parents too. That's why I think being a parent is such you have you have so much sacrifice in being a parent too. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes as a parent, I think you have to look at your friends and mm. who your yeah. children are around yeah because you will look up and your children will be mimicking behaviors of your friends and it's like i, I don't act like that at home where is my child getting mm-hmm. it from but they're around their auntie that's crazy mm-hmm. and cussing and yelling at everybody all the time yeah, yeah. or their cut their their cousin that just is explosive and goes off on everybody you you let them be with them all the time you wonder why your child is exhibiting this explosive behavior and i need you to know if your child is a follower or a leader yes yeah that's and i I understand that people be like oh my don't be a follower don't be a follower but we do have 
personalities that are follower personalities and that's fine yeah yes. i don't even think that there's necessarily anything wrong with having yeah. a follower type of mindset as long as you are not following the wrong person yes yes that's so that's the important my thing. thing when you know that your child is a follower i need you to be able to be proactive about what they are doing and who they are doing it with no i need you to if they say they're going with molly sue i need you to talk to molly sue's mama mm -hmm. yes. i need you to see how they interact i need you to invite that child over to your oh, home I, I plan for my house to be the house yeah that yes. everybody yeah. wants to hang out we're gonna have yeah. snacks and all the new game systems and all of that because i want i want those conversations to be had right here right yeah. in my house i, I need, to, need know. to i need it to be right up under my nose mm -hmm. i i cannot risk i mean you know i'm i'm raising a black little boy yes i cannot risk you thinking Thinking that you and your little friends is tough or having some whatever thought it is and me have no absolutely no idea no idea what's right. going on that way can't no. even fathom yeah like the whole thing is is like the parent is saying that they're shocked but this child is about to be 18 you shouldn't be but they probably are because let me tell you you should be vigilant once again but it's hard it's harder it's harder it's, but hard. it's not impossible it's not impossible yeah. but it's harder because they have so much access to different things right because yeah. just because your child is prim and proper in front of you does not mom tell this story all the time she was like when i came up to the school to see you i saw who you were at school she was like I told she's like I told the principal I said not my child not mm. my child and we walked over to the lunchroom y'all remember how lunchroom mm -hmm. was and she said I saw you bopping around cussing hollering eating food off other people's plates she said you was clowning yeah and I said oh okay <laughs> she was like you was clowning and I was looking like but that's, that's what I mean that's that being vigilant it yes. is but everybody is not but they should be. They not. It, but she wasn't. Well, until she saw me. Right. Yeah. So it's not it's not in your mind to think that your child is performing for you. I well, yeah. I I do. I I will say that I will never be the parent that's like, oh no, not my baby. Because I know. Because, well, see, because I'm like that though. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I know that I was not the same in front of my parents that right. I was in mm -hmm. same in front of my friends. Which you to know me what I'm is saying? like that, that's like that's that it's na it's a natural it should thing. Be, exactly. It's a natural it thing. It should be because also like a setting with your friends, that's where you get to cut loose, which is why I'm like, that's why I want you cutting loose right yeah, here. Yeah, right yeah. in my house. That's I why I was like, see. invite those children yeah. over to your home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think too it feeds into like your parents setting a boundary that you are not perfect you know and that's okay and knowing yeah. that you're not perfect you know my mom is quick to tell people that ebony's not perfect and i love it when she says it mm -hmm. because it cracks the form of me being this perfect idol child yeah. that's just not me like yeah. i'm flawed i have a hot temper you know things that yeah people don't necessarily always get to see aspects of me but i that are things that i'm working on sure things that i know have been perfect my entire life but it's like I'm working on those things and other kids are working on things too as they've mm -hmm. grown up or as they're growing up and parents should they should know that their kid might not be perfect they yeah. should hold them to that so when this parent also shocked yeah they're a kid right but they also getting to know each other i mean getting to know themselves and each other during this time so right. sometimes they fall into these situations and everybody not equipped and that's what i need for a parent that's what i would say my biggest thing equip your child for these situations yeah. for the peer pressure for yeah. the you know the group mentality you have to prepare them for that like look and also make yourself available to be their confidant yes, yes. i think yes. that that 
if your child feels comfortable talking to you mm -hmm. and coming to you with these situations that I'm not sure that I know how to navigate when they feel comfortable to you to come to you then you get to be the guiding force when they know mama gonna trip daddy yeah. gonna lose it I can't talk to them about this they're going to do everything in their power to hide that shit from you yeah and now they're seeking that information from everybody else who they shouldn't be yeah because it's going to be their peers it's going to be people who are going to steer them maybe not in the right direction it's, absolutely it's one funny you said that because when i was when you were reading this this series of this one i was thinking of like the kid that was being bullied like if they had an advocate or somebody mm -hmm. that they could go to i just i don't know i was just thinking about my personal story with bullying that's yeah. why this is what i think struck home you know i was a kid that was bullied you Same. know Me and, too. and it was like if i didn't have somebody i could talk to about being bullied you know i mean i don't know how that situation would have went you know how the person i would have become because it was like i always had a sounding board or somebody i could go to and say like this happened today i could cry and be like this person talked to me mm -hmm. because i wasn't the kid that was combative i didn't have the quick comeback see i was combative <laughs> yeah i was really combative i didn't mm -hmm. have the quick comeback I, I turned into a bully same yeah. i was I literally about to, to be like i was bullied and then turned into a mean girl yeah oh yeah. baby like, i was because i was bad I, I had the mindset of like i'm gonna definitely get your ass for you can say anything to me now yeah. what baby i'm gonna make sure you know that i'm not the one to be messed with on it and no. i knew i could throw hands yeah so it's like when it got done when it got all the way done yeah i knew that i could throw hands i may not have i, I wasn't a joner so mm. after, You're not I, got, talking all that after shit. I got my quick little stuff out and you still going what's up so do we yeah. need to step outside what's up we 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 fighting or no yes <laughs> because what you're not gonna do is keep calling me names yeah see, i wish they would see the ebony i am today versus <laughs> the ebony i was then because ebony then you know i ain't had a quick comeback I, my feelings were hurt yeah i didn't want to i want to hurt anybody's feelings but now my feelings were hurt i mean <laughs> yeah. we all gonna die today <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurt. You hurt. Me. We are gonna be hurt. Like, be like, you need a hug. I'd be like, no, I don't. I need to slap her ass. It'll make me no, feel better. Yeah. You hurt me. I hurt you. We're even. Yeah. Balance. Wow. And, and I. Yeah. I, <laughs> this place is our friend dynamic now because y'all ain't gonna let nobody hurt my feelings too hard. I tell you Hell that. No. I'm I'm better now. But mm. look, if you, if a day come, you not. I could do it with a look now. Look, <laughs> I know. Girl, <laughs> don't. Mm -mm. I suggest. Excuse me. Mm. <laughs> don't try it. Oh man. Don't try it. What's we're, up? I, we're like that with with each other in general, though. We don't want anybody hurting anybody. Like somebody come from one of y'all. Like that's when y'all see me snap. That's it's when like, y'all see me go crazy. What's up? That's when that's when I don't crazy. play like that. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lady. I am I'm not a playing. Lady all the I, time, but I am not playing about my friends. I will go psycho crazy. Do not play with me. Do not play with them. I am not the one, the two, or the three. That part. And see, that's the problem. A lot of kids don't develop friendships like that. No. In high school. Yeah. It's usually a little later on in like college. Yeah. But uh, I was fortunate enough to develop a few friendships in high school where mm -hmm. I, I felt protected and I didn't feel like I had to fight yeah. as much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. I was always down for a fight. And now that I'm older, I'm a lady all the time, but don't let it fool you. Yeah. She's still in there. See, mm -hmm. I, I don't like to fight, but I will. Yeah. She's still in there. <laughs> I still got lots of heart. <laughs> I really am like we can back. argue and yell back and forth and all of that. I don't want to have to put hands on you, 
but I will do that. Yeah, because yeah. I'm too old and I feel like yeah. it's in there now. It wasn't in there when I was in middle school, but it's in there now. And don't let me have my concealed to carry, baby. Look. <laughs> let me tell you something. I am good for carrying some mace. I will spray I will pepper spray the hell out of you. Cause I don't Back have time. Up. Okay, and then I'm going to And because people are crazy. People are crazy. Yeah. You can ne- you don't you cannot oh anticipate God. how they're gonna behave. But how about people still you know, we think of bullying just as like a high school, middle school, it's elementary school not, thing. It's an adult thing, I too. Don't. It's an everybody thing. Oh, yeah. Yes. I still experience bullying. Parents yes. bully their kids. Bosses bully their employees. Yeah. Yes. Police bully society. Hell, relationships it's, you get right. bullied. Yes. Your man might bully you. Your wife might bully you. Like, people bully each other. That's why you got to stand on your own, too. You, you have can't, to. You can't let anybody talk to you. You have to know your self-worth. You have to know um, that you bring value. And if somebody yep. is questioning that or making you feel small. Yeah. It's time for them to go. And if you got to let them go out your space or you got to push them out your space, you know, we're not trying to say always be so, you know, violent. But we're just saying like, hey, if you got to take you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes violence is the answer. And me. Hey, sometimes. Hey, sometimes it is the answer. Because sometimes if you backed up in a corner, particularly like in a relationship or somebody keep bullying you and pressing your buttons, pressing your buttons and they just isolate you. You got to do what you got to do to get up out of that situation. It just is what yeah, it is. I tend to experience a lot of bullying in work. Because of the way that I look, yes. I experienced a lot of bullying in work. Like, like you think you, you think you're the shit. No, you think I'm the shit. Yeah, you, you don't have to talk to nobody, huh? I don't talk to you because y'all is ignorant. I didn't hurt what you said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just not gonna be questioned for my intelligence. That's the only thing. And if you, if you think that you know because of my race or because mm-hmm. of my my gender that I am not intelligent or equipped to handle whatever needs to be handled, yeah. I wish yeah. it was my intelligence. It's never my intelligence. It's also, it's always at my slut. It's always that. It's always other women intimidated mm. by how I look, and I must be after everybody's man. Mm, that sounds like a personal problem. Why? To me. Why I got to be? Ba- why I got to be after everybody's man? The mm-hmm. men can't say hello to me. That's that's that sounds like insecurities to me. Oh, it is, mm. but it but it it becomes bullying because then they click up and they be like, oh, we don't like her, and you like why you don't like her? You too old to be clicking up. Too old. People still do it though. I know. Yeah, they do. It's immaturity. Know. It's insecurity. It's a lot of stuff when you feel like. You don't look that way or you can't look that way or you can't do certain things that that person can do. Yeah. It, it, girl. I don't know. I know the answer to your question because we went on around Oh, yeah. Look, and that's that's the tangent. No, it's okay. (laughs) It's all right. Every time. Every every time. time, It was good, though. I just want to make sure I say who is the asshole. Yes, yes. So, do you feel like the writer, which is um, uh, dad? Do you feel like dad or parents are the asshole? No, your child is an asshole. No, your child is the asshole. And you need to straighten out that asshole. Yeah. Your child is definitely I the think, asshole. I think that you will. You are only considered an asshole if you just let this shit slide. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were just reflecting on how unhinged <laughs> our 20s were. Yeah. Ooh, child, write Versus <laughs> these good refined... 30s mm, yes so <laughs> lady yes yes can we talk about the lessons we've learned 
yes. from our 20s now walking into grown woman 30s grown woman 30s first of all can i just say that in my 20s i thought i was a grown woman yes, Hello. um <laughs> wrong yeah yeah yep, yep. very wrong yep was barely even there baby didn't know nothing about nothing Fighting and just for my life would not listen to nobody <laughs> i what do you mean oh i know God. i already know how to do this oh I, I got this no you don't baby no. if i could talk to her baby you don't got it no you don't know you ain't lived you don't know nothing about this listen to the people who are trying to help you yes because yeah. you're gonna struggle real real bad if you don't yes yeah so i, think, I was definitely guilty of that yeah, yeah. I, was, I was i was unhinged child <laughs> Yeah. When I tell you there are stories that I am not able to repeat. Yeah. Yes. For, sure. for multiple reasons. For sure, for sure. Legality. For sure. For yes. I don't remember. Somebody had to tell me the story. Yeah. You know, like and emba- embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will take it to my grave. If you weren't there, you'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> like I touched on that one time when I was in college and I was in the middle of the street waiting on my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. If y'all want to know, it's going to be on Patreon. Okay, okay. I um, Some of my college friends, we have a night that we call Bad Friday. Oh, my. It was a Bad Friday. <laughs> there was a lot of Four Locos. The original oh formula. God. Oh, no. Okay, before oh they made the no. change. A lot of Four Locos and a big old bottle of Goose. Um, so there was a... Yeah, it was it was a time. Um, and, and it was... Definitely something you just had to be there for. We not we not uh we not sharing that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what would you tell your twenty something self? I would tell her to enjoy the twenties. I think I spent a lot of my twenties worried about not being far enough along. Yeah. Not having everything put together quote unquote because what does that even really mean right girl nothing <laughs> we yeah. made that up we made that up society told us you're supposed to have all of these things you're supposed to be here in your life at this certain point and it's just like well what if but i don't i would just tell her slow down enjoy this time because you don't get this time back right right yeah that time when you're in college and you don't have all of these responsibilities ain't no babies you taking care of ain't okay. no man that you gotta answer so like none of that you don't have none of that enjoy this not that that part won't be great yeah but i think that i was so anxious to have that part that i really took advantage of the freedom and and the individuality that i had like that was that's the time where you get to build yourself up mm-hmm. and figure yourself out and i did that but more so so because I couldn't have what I thought I wanted, right? Yeah. Um, so I would just say, take your time, baby. Enjoy where you are right now. Life is a process. It's a journey. It's not a destination. It's, yeah. you know, the goal is to enjoy the ride. So just enjoy each part of it. And that part, I do feel like I kind of spent a lot of my time anxious, worried about where I'm going to be. How am I going to get to where I want to be? Where instead, it's just like, enjoy where you are right now. Yeah. You I okay? F- I feel that. I feel yeah. that. Okay. All right. I think mine will align really well with yours too many i just feel like i would tell myself that god didn't forget about you mm. yeah. and that his alignment and timing is always right mm-hmm. you know i felt like i was just in school so much and focusing on that Mm-hmm. that I felt like I wasn't reaping the rewards of being in school and like studying so hard and I was just I wanted this you know job with the top corner office mm-hmm. yeah. straight when I you know graduated with my undergrad and that wasn't happening for me so mm-hmm. I just felt like I wasn't reaping all this time I put in and I was just a little upset with how things were panning out but 
all those jobs that led to the career that I have now, it's just, it's a blessing to have that experience. So yeah. I would tell my 20 year old self, soak up the experience and don't be upset with the journey. Mm-hmm. You know that, know that God didn't forget about you, mm-hmm. that it's all going to line. Life is going to line up. You know, you're going to have so many blessings that hit you like right in the brick of your thirties, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but you just have to, you know, wait for, for God's time. You know, so many times, especially like in that, 20 something there's so many things that that is just such a dynamic time you're either getting into your career you're in school you know you're getting your first place you're getting Mm -hmm. maybe your first car just so many firsts are happening that you just feel like at least i feel like that time in everything wasn't lining up the way i wanted it to so yeah i was failing and Mm. um that that really that really just hit me now when i really think back about my 20s i was grinding Mm -hmm. hard Mm -hmm. you know i remember being at work doing homework for my master's program Mm -hmm. at work Mm -hmm. i'm not even you know my first job straight out of school was hertz rental car i was renting cars Mm -hmm. in a power suit writing the paper yeah. You know, doing inventory, going back to computer, writing a few more sentences, just hustling, yeah. you know, trying yeah. to get things done. So I don't know. That's what I would say that God didn't forget about me and things are going to align. Everything going to work out. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Sia? Um, I actually tell, I actually get to talk to a lot of women in their 20 year olds. So I think about this often. And I usually tell them, as I would tell myself, is I'm like, your 20s is a time to get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Your 20s is a time to go through metamorphosis because from 21 i was a different person at 25 Mm -hmm. so i'm a different person at 30 and it was all i would tell myself to slow down Mm -hmm. i would be like slow down you're gonna be an adult for the rest of your life yeah right slow down yep yeah it's fine i know this doesn't feel right or this feels like it's it's always something i would tell myself slow down get to know you enjoy you mm-hmm. enjoy the experience take everything as an experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't don't put so much pressure on yourself to try and live up to other people mm-hmm. yeah because i would look around and i'd be like well this person's doing this mm-hmm. and this person's doing that and i'm still not doing that mm-hmm. and it felt some type of way in that time now i'd be like go ahead uh girl go ahead guy you know whatever yeah. i don't really put myself i don't compare myself to other people you see the individual journey as it is but yes because it's a journey <clears throat> that's yeah. what i that's it's a journey. I tell everybody, don't re- rush into relationships. Mm-hmm. Don't rush into children. Mm-hmm. Don't rush into all of those really adult, uh, adult for real, for life real. changing, life altering yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what I fi- that's what I figured. You know, coming up to thirty now in thirties, I'm like, here go, here go the adult stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. here's the stuff that I thought that we were gonna be dealing with in our twenties. No. <laughs> And thank God I wouldn't. I was not prepared. Okay. I was not prepared. Okay. Yeah. Some I of those went through things, a whole metamorphosis yeah. at 30. I was like, how did I, where did this person come from? <laughs> Who are you? Who, who's she? Where, I woke up and looked in the mirror and I was like, maybe you're a different girl. Mm-hmm. To me, it almost felt like a shedding. You know, like, yeah. when, like a snake sheds its skin. Like, it was just like, man, like, not I was leaving the 20s behind totally, I mean, but I just, I still felt like, like I was just, you know, changing and morphing into someone new. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. I felt like I left behind. You know, you do away with childish things. Yeah. I felt like I left behind a lot of my immature 
thinking processes and how I would handle certain situations. There was a lot of things that I used to shy away from. Um, And as I started to grow and realize Mm -hmm. that that type of mentality was not serving me, I started to be more assertive in those areas and be like, okay, nope, not necessarily confrontational, but we're going to attack this problem head on. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to hide away from it because I I know what that gets me and that's Mm -hmm. not where that it doesn't serve me. It causes more issues, more anxiety, more trouble down the line instead of just let's just figure this out this way right now. So I think I think that I also for me I and it's still it's not necessarily a lesson that I have mastered, but yeah. I think I've definitely come leaps and bounds in figuring out my thoughts and my opinions and not being so concerned what other people think of me. That part. Yes. Because what you think of me is really your problem. Okay? <laughs> yes. It's it really what is. I think of me. Mandy, I am just like I'm I'm 30, but I'm like I really am just getting to a place of comfortability with that yeah same and it feels so good it's it's, it's liberating it's free. It yes. I, I used to really fear 30 you know you used to be like that's old oh, yeah oh my god and i thought i was gonna be somebody else at 30 oh girl i thought <laughs> you talking about power suits i thought i was gonna be running around okay. owning somebody's company yes. CEO, i was gonna be i, I was yeah. gonna be doing so much i just thought i was gonna have a different lifestyle you know what i mean Mm -hmm. same and i have i feel like i've just now kind of got the maturity Mm -hmm. to put that into perspective Mm -hmm. like i just started taking accountability Mm -hmm. for things that i did in my 20s that did not set me up for my 30s Mm -hmm. that part just start taking the accountability for it like oh well i didn't have this and this person didn't say this so Mm -hmm. that's why i'm here and now i'm kind of like chrissy you're gonna cry about it Mm -hmm. you're gonna blame everybody else or you're gonna get up because after you cry about it and complain about it you're still gonna be in a situation so how you're still there are you gonna sit in the same place and do another 10 years yep. like that yeah absolutely not it's right. so many people still doing absolutely it too, just sitting and soaking in their you know what the, their circumstances what of yeah. the lack thereof. yeah and nobody's gonna move but you you're gonna look around and you're still gonna be soaking in your 30s and then you're gonna be at your 40s that's mm. let me tell you something my dad used to tell me he used to be like you could be mad at your mama you'd be mad at me you'd be mad at your grandma you'd be mad at whoever you want to be mad at but at the end of the day you the only person who got to live your life that's right i'm gonna have my house she gonna have her house we all gonna continue to thrive and move forward mm-hmm. and you gonna live your life whatever that looks like mm-hmm. whatever you put into it whatever yeah. you have done for your life that is the life you're gonna live right and i used to be like what mm-hmm. and, he, and, and now i really understand what those words meant right yeah right you know what i'm saying that like it's like sure. yeah you maybe have done wrong maybe we didn't do yeah. this as well as we could have but the end result is where you are now and now you get to take the baton and yes. you have to lead it the way mm-hmm. that you want to see you know yeah it's it's a hard pill to swallow when you Ooh. realize <laughs> that regardless of who did what to you yep where you are is because you Yep. Yeah. Your decision. And the only way to get to where you want to be is you. Yep. Yeah. You. It, it, it can't. It can't always be mama and daddy and auntie and teacher and and boss and all that. You. You have to be the one. The be be the pacemaker for your life. You have to be the one that puts things into perspective for yourself and set yourself up. Because the way I look at it is, no. Am I at where I thought I would be uh, in my thirties when I was in my twenties? There are some areas, yes. Yeah. But there are a lot of areas, no. 
So yep. if I really want to be where I'm thinking now, where I want to be in my 40s, yep. I cannot make the same mistakes I did a decade ago. Come on. Because no. insanity is repeating <laughs> the same thing and expecting different results. And yes. I've learned those lessons already. Now it's time to apply them. Mm-hmm. It's the accountability is such a hard thing. It is hard. It was so hard for me to come from under feeling like there was lacking in my life. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if I just had this, yeah. I would be further. If somebody had just done this mm-hmm. for me, it would be further mm-hmm. instead of getting my butt down and grinding it out and yeah. figuring out how to get the things that I needed and yeah. wanted yeah. without relying and depending on other people. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. Like it, it the accountability is it's huge. <laughs> and also not putting such big expectations on these things that happen in life. Because I remember in my twenties just being like just I want to be married and I want to have a kid yes. and I want to have a house and all of that and now I have those things and they're literally all responsibilities and all things that I have to work on and stresses oh that I God. have that yeah. I did not have in my 20s I did not realize the freedom that I had in not having them and not saying that I regret it you know yeah. it's, it's beautiful but you only see the picture perfect the pretty sparkly side of it when you're imagining these things and you don't see the late nights and the crying and the arguments or okay now we got double the bills and all that you're not thinking about it that way nope. you're just thinking about these milestones that well mm-hmm. this person has that so I need to make sure that that's something that I have by this age which is just it's ridiculous because we all are we are we're moving at different paces at different avenues of our life and um, comparison is the work of the devil like I just truly it really believe that it, really it is because you will never be able to be happy for yourself because you're always looking at the next person like look what they have that I don't have yeah. Instead of looking at what you have that makes you happy, ask everybody else out. I compare myself to me. Yeah. Yes. I I'm my only competition. Each, each year uh, around my birthday, I try to reflect on the things that I've accomplished that past year, where I am this year moving forward that I was not at the year before, and where I want to see myself at the next birthday. Well, I think yeah. you just said something so important. You know, reflection is so important as you're transitioning into those different ages you mm-hmm. know sometimes we're just living life on autopilot mode, yeah mm-hmm. and we're not taking a moment yeah. to sit and reflect on our wins on the things we went through how we can be better mm-hmm. to hold ourselves accountable and you know something that i didn't do in my 20s that i now do in my 30s i require discipline of myself yes so Ooh. i just i Ooh. didn't discipline myself yeah you know yeah just being unhinged yeah being being unhinged particularly around i think i've always been a good person around my finances Mm -hmm. but like now where i'm at with my finances more structure just more Mm -hmm. structure and really like i mean don't even wrong i still if i see something nice i'm gonna (laughs) buy you know i like nice things yes but at the same time just really setting parameters mm-hmm. yeah, knowing I, I need know to say important a budget is yes i really do that like used to be something re- that would offend me i did i'm <laughs> like i work so i could spend my money how i want yeah and i'm like girl that was something that i learned <laughs> please girl yeah. that was a lesson that i learned when i met my husband mm-hmm. because we in my household growing up we didn't talk about money mm-hmm. like that was just not a big conversation that we had yeah. Yeah. I, we didn't do like I think the most conversation about money was like we, I ain't got it I'm broke I ain't got it like <laughs> yeah. that's it so sorry yeah. or you know like personal finance class in high school which was I mean we were still learning how to write checks and I'm just saying yeah. that just was not 
super useful information. It should have been an ongoing thing. It should, it should have, have been evolved with from us. young. Yeah, like it should elementary evolved school with us. and just it the same way you have math us. and science mm-hmm. and what all of the other subjects. Finances should be something because that is one thing I may never need to know anything on the periodic table after I take this test. But I'm for damn sure gonna need to know how to file my taxes every year yes. and how to make a budget and how to pay my bills and all of that and make sure that I'm not living above my means. So it, I agree that that is something that should be a continuous learning thing you know, for people. You know, another class that should go hand in hand with that home ec- economics. Yeah, yes. you should know how to buy groceries yeah. and put them in a budget. Yeah, so that you are not eating out every night yeah. and blowing your complete budget. And now it's rent, and you're like, uh oh, I'm short. What am I gonna I do? Gotta do some overtime. I gotta, I gotta Mama can't bills. help me. Right. Like, yeah. You are, you know, at a deficit because you just don't have all the tools because they go hand in hand. They do. If you eat out every day and you don't know how to cook, baby, your blood, your budget's gonna be blown unless you're making enough money and, to afford that. And really, mm-hmm. nobody is. You know what I mean? I mean, and honestly, the way inflation goes, shit, the same. Yeah, pr- I go to the grocery I'm store, like, or go to rallies, and I'm still. <laughs> yeah, you're still spending the, <laughs> the same, same thing, amount. except when you go to the grocery store, you have leftovers. Right. Yes. You also are able to get snacks on top yeah. of not just one meal. Right, right, yeah. right. But of course, we don't know all of that because we don't, we don't have the. Yeah. Y'all don't put it in the curriculum. I need it in the curriculum. I as feel well. like now, though, particularly when we were younger, you know, on YouTube and all these things were just coming to be. There yeah. weren't like these resources out there. Yeah. But now I feel like if you want it, you can go grab it. You can educate yourself so much. You know, there's YouTube so University many. is you can, real. But you you're can. talking about when we when we talking about that stuff, you want it from a young age. Yeah. And there's not many 17 year olds that I know who are like, let me go learn how to cook, unless that's a interest for them right and then you don't have it at school for it to be an interest either where they get their first taste of oh I do like this now there are some opportunities like you know uh, in junior and senior Mm -hmm. year I went to uh, technical technical school school Mm -hmm. half a day so I had like my regular gen ed classes and then we went to another school and so there were some uh, classes that were like that like there were there was a um a culinary class. Mm-hmm. Uh, the program that I did was early childhood education. There were, there are opportunities out yep. there, and yeah. some schools do offer that, but it's not something in the regular curriculum. I had no. to apply for that no. school. Yeah. I had to go tour for that school. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like I had yeah. to get my and parents you, on board for and that. If you are not the type of child to ask for what you need, right? Yeah. Or if you are not the type of child to kind of. Stand up and be, and like, be like. I think yeah. I want to do something wanna, different. Yeah, because it can be a scary topic too. Yeah. even in your twenties, thinking about what you want. pivoting mm-hmm. careers mm-hmm. Yeah. or pivoting jobs mm-hmm. or what you want to do, uh, dropping the ball and not actually being on that timeline that mm-hmm. we all set for ourselves because we set one coming out of high school. Like, oh, I need to be married by twenty five. That part, I need to have a Bentley mm-hmm. by twenty six, and it's like. But those are things I'm I'm working <sighs> on too in my thirties is letting some of the things I want in my 20s to die. Mm. You know, it's like, it's okay for those things to um, for, I'm, I'm a different person yeah. now that I'm in my 30s and some of the things I wanted in my 20s or as it's okay a teenager, to reevaluate. Yeah, I don't want those things I anymore. Half of them yeah. I don't really want because I wanted them because everybody, because it's like, do you also have to have that inner conversation with yourself. It's like, do I want this or is society telling me that I should want this? Yeah. Yes. Is this a thing that I really, really want or do I just feel like I'm supposed to have it? Yeah, like I'm yeah. not super, I'm not super into being a millionaire. No. I don't really think that I want to be a millionaire. Girl, I, I think, think I, I would get in trouble if like I had that type of money. Three to five hundred thousand a year coming in. Yeah. And that would be 
comfortable for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm I'm more on a a modest type of girl, and some people probably like three to five hundred. But yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, when you're talking about people who are millionaires, and we are all striving to be a millionaire, I don't really think I want no millionaire status. I think no. I would be good. I would. I am absolutely perfectly fine with just living a life where I can live comfortably. Yeah. I don't necessarily know what that number is, but just something where I don't want to have to call the bank or log into the app before I go grocery shopping and yeah. figure out. And not, not to say that like there shouldn't be a budget or anything. Yeah, you can't right. ball out or whatever yeah. every time on everything, but just to be comfortable enough to not have to be, uh-oh, this extra building came up, so now we're going to have to pinch pennies. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of more so I want to be able to I, I want to be able payday. to put I want to put my bills on auto pay <laughs> yes Amen. I, mean, I want to put all my bills on auto pay <laughs> that's the goal I, I mean I'm 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 about 80% there. Yes, It's a good feeling, but I teach a, like a mentorship class about finances mm-hmm. and with kids, teenagers, mm-hmm. it is so enlightening. In my last class, I actually had some adults sit in on the class mm. and they were like mind blown. They were just like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not too my home. They were just, they were like, I've never seen budgets broken and they were adults yep. they yeah. had never seen because it's a not budget. a lot of people don't you know? live off a budget no and no. the kids they were just like so i can't have this and that too no baby no i had them pick a career mm-hmm. that they wanted because so many times we don't face the realities about careers when oh, we were growing goodness. up in our yeah. 20s i don't we feel wanted like they to make be, them do papers about careers no, no we more. wanted to be no. a musician and now you know we want to be a musician and we think we're gonna make two hundred thousand dollars out the gate that could That's be twenty thousand on a good year yeah sometimes. you just have to be that real could be five hundred dollars for the year mm-hmm. yeah you have to be you have to have teach your it's kids work. and teens to be real about that it's and to know that it's not always going to be this huge absorbent amount of money how can they make that work how can you make that work as you know a that's teenager? another thing I, I learned in my 20s though that things are work nobody yeah. gets anything besides the lottery nobody gets anything for free mm-hmm. nobody gets anything without working for it yeah yeah Th- that is the rule well the exceptions are people who are born into it yeah yes. and people who have an excess of money which is a one percent that is why that is yeah, a one percent of the population so that means most of the population is working for everything that they have yep that that's it they work even the millionaires they will tell you i work i'm up early i have several businesses that i own I have to go here, here, and here. And millionaires have budgets and they yeah, have they savings accounts. I've been and the people that, that I've been I know at that, stuff. that are the most wealthy because yes. I know I know some people that got got some coins. Yep. They are some of the cheapest people. Oh, and yes. the most frugal, frugal people I have frugal. ever met. Ever Baby, meet. I know you can afford this. Why we got to split the sandwich? Yeah. I don't understand. But but that frugal. is that mindset mm-hmm. of like that. It's like, yep. okay, yeah, I got the money. That don't mean I need to spend it. Whereas I know a lot of people who don't have the money. And they are more, myself included sometimes, are more than willing to go ahead and swipe that card and get that thing. Because Girl. it's that instant gratification. And how about they spend it on what they want and not need not not what they need yeah they spend it on what they want so you may see them in raggedy shorts and you like why do you have raggedy shorts on but he got a bentley outside right yeah but the car the car car is what i wanted the car is what i loved yeah i don't care what these shorts look like right i remember one time in my 20s i went to i didn't have much money you know i was just a little hurt girl (laughs) just a little hurt girl and um went and bought all these random accessories for my car just got the car was excited Mm -hmm. i just went and it was like there was no budget in mind Mm -hmm. there was no Mm -hmm. amount said i was gonna spend 
I was just going to get every glitzy, glammy thing for this car. And then the end of that pay period came. Mm-mm. And I was like, man. I ain't got nothing. I'm looking at this car on the inside and it's glitzy, glammy. <laughs> now I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, Ebony, you just went into the store with no budget. You just, just went in stuff. and just bought mm-hmm. stuff. Huh? Yeah. Because you know now in your career you're you're in your thirties it may be may not be your budget may not be as tight as it was in your twenties it may mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. but if even if that's the case I don't know I'm just a big proponent of budgeting and yeah. saving and setting a plan for yourself and I don't like for people to think that a budget is restrictive no a budget is what you can afford what you make it for your lifestyle yeah it's not restrictive unless it needs to be or unless you want it to be right if you're working towards buying a house of course. You're budget's gonna be more restrictive right but if you are just maintaining and going to your day-to-day it may not be as restrictive especially you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like when you plan out trips and all kinds of stuff because i like to put my money towards travel Mm -hmm. because i I, I love travel Mm -hmm. so in my budget you know it's a little tight on some things Mm -hmm. but on my travel expenses it ain't that tight yeah yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying i get because that's the that's the other thing. I think like you have to also make sure that your priorities are in order, yes. right? So if travel is a priority for you and that's something that you want to do, then that might mean that you can't eat out this week. Yeah. Because that money that you would have mm-hmm. spent on that has to go to that priority and saving for that so that when you go on your trip, you'll have no worries because you're going to be living your best life and having a great time. Okay. But 20-year-old self may have been like, oh, oh well. No, 20-year-old self, 20-year-old me could, could not even think like, like I didn't oh, even no. think about travel. I can't do that. Yeah, you get I'm, up to the trip and be girl, like, oh my God, oh, I have to buy a, a I have flight. To buy. We used to go on road trips and all kinds of stuff. We used to think we was doing something, honey. Yeah. Yes. And then come back to campus. So <laughs> that is not realistic. That no. is not real life. Living no. on campus is not the same as living in real life. Living, on a, living in an apartment, a yeah. house, or well, because, you know, the school, you you paid your room and board, baby. Yeah. Uh, and, and in a lot of schools, your meal plan, too. Yeah, so, so you had somewhere where you could eat for real and, you know, you, you got to wait till the cafeteria opened up. But you'll be all right. But in the real world, sweetheart. Yeah. Um, That's not real life. The grocer doesn't care that you hungry. You better have the money. I don't, you don't got no credit. You don't have right. <laughs> It's not a I got you next time kind of situation. It's not 70, 30. I ain't paying 30. Right. No, you're going to pay 100% or you're going to be hungry. Yeah. Um, So I just also feel like just in reflecting on like the stuff that we went through in our 20s. um, I just also I know you mentioned like the discipline, Mm. but I think also it's important to remember to give yourself grace. Oh, yes. yes. Because in my 20s and and not to say that I'm perfect at it now. It's something that I've definitely Mm -hmm. I say have gotten further than. I did when I was in my 20s mm-hmm. because it was something that I could acknowledge that needed to change yes. because I went through it in my 20s it's like I would make a mistake and I would beat myself up about it so bad but then if somebody else if one of y'all made that same mistake I would literally pour into you it's okay you're learning from it you're gonna figure it out there are things that I did in my 20s that I regret that I I just recently have forgiven myself for. Yeah. Yeah. And that like that wasn't I'm a whole different person from that girl. If you knew me in my twenties, baby, and that was the last time you knew me, you have no idea who I am. You have no idea who I am. Leaps and bounds. I barely know who that girl is. Leaps and bounds. I look at us now and I be like, even when we reminisce sometimes, I be like, oh. Oh. Yes, there have been times where I be chatting with a friend from back then and they'll bring up something about me. And I'm like, mm. Mm. 
Yep, I have forgot that. I have blocked I that out of my memory. But I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, and I was tripping. But I know because I'm, I'm not her anymore. And I know I always get corny about it, but it's really true. I really am so proud of my friends and the women that they become. I, I say that to everyone because mm-hmm. the people that we were, I mean, just the people we were in high school Girl. and the women we are now. But the, that's the thing. That's the evolution of yeah. a person. Yeah. Yeah. It's the person that I wasn't when I was in high school is not the person I was in my 20s. Heck and it's no. definitely not the person who I am now. <laughs> and God willing, it won't be the person I'm in in my 40s and 50s and not. 60s. I plan to continue to grow and learn and evolve yep. and mature and really dig deep into who I am, who I want to be, what I like, what I don't like, and mm-hmm. also giving myself permission to change. Yep. Yes. Because, dang, like, why do my expectations have to change? The world changes from decade to decade. Why can't I change? And uh, you get more information, more knowledge, and so you have new insight and change your thoughts, feelings, ideas, personality traits. Yeah. Like, all of that can change. Yes. And that's okay. And, and there will, will be people in your life who make you feel like you can't. Yeah, yes. it used to really but bother me. I was just about to say, it used to really bother me when people would not allow me to be the person that I am now. Yeah, because they're yeah. holding on close. to who yeah, the you used are to be, holding on to yeah, whomever she was, yeah. unhinged and all. Okay, let her go. Yeah, because that's not who we are now. Yeah. And you got to watch them type of people because yeah. sometimes they want you to stay there because that person made them feel better. Yeah, yeah, or they, oh god, I really hate a person who is like, and you are this, and you are that, and I'm like. I was. You have to be careful. People in Sweetie. your 20s mm-hmm. that don't want to see you win in your 30s, let them go. Mm-hmm. People that are still holding you down, let them go. People mm-hmm. still putting you in a box, let them go. Well, yeah. sometimes it's people, they are still in a box. Yeah. yeah. Because just they because you grown. evolved and That's you true. are now walking into your 30s as a new woman, mm-hmm. there are still people walking into their 30s like they are 20. And yeah. yeah. So it's not for everybody but for the people who do get the mm-hmm. evolve in the in the come up of 30s because i don't know if it was like that for y'all but it was like that for me like i feel like not necessarily my 30s changed me but i feel like i'm in a new era mm-hmm. yeah it is a time for change it is mm-hmm. a time for metamorphosis you know every five years i feel like i go through a metamorphosis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of the person that i am mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i want when I'm saying let them go, I really mean more like recognize who they are, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like sometimes letting them go for me means I just have to feed you with a long handle spoon mm-hmm. or yeah. letting go just means like I can't let you box me in anymore. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm not that person anymore. And yeah. when I'm around you, I can feel myself slipping into that person because yeah. that's what was comfortable. Mm-hmm. We were those people together. And so now I'm around you and I'm like saying things or starting to like almost like regress back to and, I can't have that because you messing with my progress mm-hmm. so I, I have to keep full steam ahead so love you so much from over there but I gotta keep pushing because I this is for me we are all living individual lives and though we love and live within community I gotta make sure that I'm good cause I can't put your mask on if mine ain't on first Okay, it, it's important to I think notice those feelings too when they start bubbling up about around people mm-hmm. that you know bring you back to that place make mm-hmm. you feel small make you feel like you can't change notice those feelings within yourself you know sometimes we wonder why we're agitated or yeah why that's we're that upset. reflection again yeah. though because it is important so i would say another lesson that i learned in my 30s when stuff like that would come i would just kind of slip and give into it mm-hmm. versus now when i when i feel it i always go back to my quiet place and i'd be like okay what's mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. i have a you know like a self-check-in like yeah. what, what's up 
what is that? Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. we why we angry? Mm-hmm. Why we mad? Why we frustrated? What what is what is it that have us feeling some type of way? Yeah, yeah. Like I, <laughs> it's it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard. I hate that. Yeah, no, I I agree. It's it's a difficult thing to kind of navigate, um, especially depending on who the person is, right? Because my my I have. I won't name who it is, but I have people in my family who have flat out told me, you always going to be a little girl to me, except I'm not. And I haven't been a little girl in a long time. I'm grown with my own family now. I'm a big, I'm I'm, I'm a big, big, big woman. I got this big, big age behind me. I I, I can't have you still trying to put me in this five-year-old box because that's where I am in your mind forever and ever. And so it sometimes does cause some type of distance or sometimes it comes like, okay, now this situation has arise and I gotta check you on it because yeah. I'm not I'm not little I no think more. in I'm your 20s people still see like you as this child changing growing and morphing so yeah. when you hit 30 sometimes they don't recognize and they're still talking to you like mm-hmm. you're a child or mm-hmm. you're a kid or you haven't had life experience right. yet and it's like there's so much self-correction I have to do sometimes with people. Yeah. Don't speak to me any sort of way. Right. Um, I would appreciate if you don't speak to me like that or I would appreciate, you know, if we could have a adult, adult con- conversation. You know, and those conversations aren't easy, but sometimes you just have to correct people. But that's that's the growth. Well, it's hard to to try and um, necessarily change somebody's mind about mm-hmm. who you are now when they are set mm-hmm. in who they think you are. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's not even a, a fight for me. No. I will be like, okay. Yeah. And I will move according. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Every conversation don't have to be a conversation. Right. You know what I mean? That's yeah. good. Like, because that's, that's part of that, like, I understand that you right. still feel that way and I'm going to let you have it, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to operate in the woman that I am. That's right. I'm not going to let you, allow you to bring me back to where you feel like I, I where I you're comfortable, am. where you're comfortable because you don't understand who I am now. And, and that's okay. That, that feel, it brings back to the point of, I'm not, it's not my responsibility how you feel about me. Yep. I'm going to, I'm still going to operate within the way that makes me comfortable and, and putting the life lessons that I have learned into practice. Because if I'm a firm believer that if you keep going through the same type of thing, that means you ain't learned the lesson yet. Right. If you're stuck in that cycle, it's, you ain't learned it. You got to figure out how. And you're going to continue to be in that cycle until you learn that lesson and you apply the things that the, the lessons that you learned from that situation. And sometimes you have to leave people where they are. Yeah. Yeah. You leave them. You don't have to stop loving them you don't nope. have to stop dealing with them but you do have to leave them where they are mm-hmm. and decide what fight is worth fighting for yeah. you that's a big one i, I really feel like i don't fight every fight anymore yeah I, yeah everything used to have to be a fight everything. every single thing and now it's like actually that situation doesn't deserve my energy nope. i'm gonna preserve that for something that does mm-hmm. i feel like god just put in my heart that like sometimes you're going to mature past the people in your life mm-hmm. yes and that is okay it's not you a know, failure it's not a failure it used to feel like mm-hmm. it yeah just because you are in this place of maturity that some of your you know people made people that raised you mm-hmm. yeah they're not even there yet mm-hmm. you oh, know can we talk about the surpassing 
passing of your parents. Girl. Can you talk? Can we talk about this? The passing of your parents. When I was in my 20s, I always thought that my parents just. They knew everything. knew it. The highest pedestal. Up there on the highest pedestal. I just thought they knew it. And I just thought, you know, sometimes when they actions, that's why I didn't understand their actions. And I couldn't forgive them. I would be like, I don't understand Mm -hmm. because you're an adult. Mm -hmm. So you should know this, this, and this. And Mm -hmm. you should be able to put it all into motion. But as I have gotten older yeah. and I have surpassed them in some places, which is no shade. No. Which is no shade because they were doing what they had with their right. tools. Yep. Right. But I have surpassed them in certain aspects. And I can tell mm-hmm. even in conversation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I still love them. I right. still. I it's the revelation that they're y'all. human. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like you should want for your children to surpass you. Absolutely. Absolutely. That should yes. be the goal. In everything. Yeah. yeah. Tell them to surpass you. You know what? Maybe I was a mediocre parent, but you can be a great one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was mediocre in my finances, but you could be a whiz. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. what I want for my children. I want them to surpass me. Yeah. yeah. You know, Absolutely. if I become a millionaire, I need them to be billionaires. That's right. My mom right. actually loved those conversations. When I had those conversations specifically about money, yeah. she loves the like when I start going on these tangents about investing in stocks and she's like oh oh let's mm-hmm. talk more about it mm-hmm. because she just yep. didn't have those type of conversations we have different tools up. available to us that our parents did not have for, at all. I- available to them at the same time frame where we are now yes. yeah. so like I just sometimes think back to like okay I'm 32 what were my parents doing when they were 32 mm-hmm. and what what had happened in their life to build up to that it's mm-hmm. very it looks very different it does and so it it is um it is an honor for me to try to bring them to what mm-hmm. I have learned. Mm-hmm. And there are some things that it's just like they're absolutely open to and wanting to learn. And then yeah. there are other things that's just like, nope, that's that's not how it was when I was growing <laughs> okay. up. Yeah. I'm not listening okay. to that. And you know what? That's fine, too. Because like we said before, everybody grows at different paces. And there, I will say there are some things that I never thought that would come to the forefront or never come to um, a, be able to be a conversation that have been. Okay. Right. And there are things that it's just like, well, I thought we'd be always be able to talk about this and it's just something that's just like no we're just gonna leave that where it is because there you have to go at each individual person's pace but that doesn't yeah. mean that it has to hinder your growth and it does you keep going right and you have them meet you where they can you don't have to meet them there you they meet you where you where you can at the same point amen but you don't have to stifle your growth or feel like your growth is not good or positive or threatening or right because it's not it's not it's my individual journey everybody's life is their own individual journey and it's so important to see that progress as it goes to be able to see that I started here and these mistakes that I made in my high school years okay now I'm taking them into my 20s the life lessons and the baggage yep you taking all of that into your 20s and you do that same cycle in your 20s and now we're taking it into the 30s and a lot of times when you can grow and learn from your mistakes you can drop off some of that baggage because now I've learned how to deal with that in the right way and the more healthy way and I'm not doing things to sabotage myself or to hurt myself I am growing and figuring out a way to progress in a positive way and people can see that light they can and you can feel that light yes you can feel it and you will attract people 
like-minded people like-minded people who are on that similar journey Mm -hmm. and uh i love it when people say they can see the light in you like yeah people say they're like oh i just i feel your aura or i feel your spirit Mm -hmm. like that's a beautiful thing and it means something because it means that your spirit is connected with their spirit yeah Yeah. you know and you just have to recognize that and walk in there sometimes or your spirit is giving them what their spirit needs right yeah you know it's it's really important to recognize i really enjoy the shedding of baggage that yeah. I carried in my Woo! 20s. Yes. Because when I say I carried childhood traumas, mm-hmm. I carried my own traumas that I put mm-hmm. in. I carried just baggage. Yeah. Emotional mm-hmm. baggage. So much baggage. And in my 30s, I have granted myself grace. Yes. To put some of that stuff down. Yep. And, you know, some things will never change no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. And I have also accepted them and been like, okay. Acceptance is so big. Okay. It is. It's so huge. It's all right. Yep. It's not perfect. And that's okay. I accept it. Yeah. I am who I am mm-hmm. at this moment. Mm-hmm. And I get to love her. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I get to help her grow mm-hmm. even more. Mm-hmm. I enjoy growth. Yes. I enjoy the putting down of baggage. Mm-hmm. I enjoy letting people be who they are. Because yeah. I think in my 20s, I was always trying to mold people Ooh, girls, to be it. who I to be my expectation mm-hmm. of them yep instead of allowing them to be them even People, my parents everybody I have forgiven them wholeheartedly yeah and i know they probably like well you had a great childhood yeah yeah to you and and in in many ways yes right but there are things that i felt that are okay my truth and their truth can coincide at the same time duality yeah. It can coincide at the same time. And yeah. I have given myself grace and the permission to say, yes, that hurt me, mm-hmm. but I don't have to stay there. Right. Yes, that hurt me, but I don't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You do not get to dictate. I am grown. Right. So now you don't get to dictate what I, you know what I'm saying? What I say, what I do, how I feel. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the time I felt stifled. Mm-hmm. I feel like people constantly had their expectations for me mm-hmm. and then when i didn't live up to them or i didn't do exactly what they said it was kind of like oh you're bad mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. bad you just don't want to do anything mm-hmm. you're lazy or you're this or you're that and it wasn't that it was the fact that i needed you have to go on your own journey to pour into me yep and stop concerning myself with everybody else's plan for mm-hmm. Me. Mm-hmm. you know yeah absolutely yeah. a million percent i agree with all of that um so, uh, <laughs> what do you think are some things that you did in your 20s that you would never do in your 30s now that you have grown and learned all those lessons? Plenty. <laughs> <laughs> do we have enough time? <laughs> Can we talk about the relationships that I was in? Ooh. Because I would not... At the, the woman that I am now, I would never walk into those relationships. I would never even consider... Mm-hmm those men mm. they would not be somebody who i felt like what does i could see mm. future with yeah yeah like, yeah I, I i agree with that i there's two relationships in particular that come to mind when you started saying that mm. that is just like at in my 30s baby First of all, what was i thinking <laughs> what was i thinking 20 year old mandy baby i'm so sorry I'm so sorry because there were big red flags yeah. from day one. No beige flags. All no, red. Yeah, they were all red, bright red, just and multiple of them. Oh and I used to 
and this is something that I dropped in my 20s. I used to excuse away people's behavior. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they wouldn't do it to hurt me. So it's because they're going through this. Or, well, maybe they just didn't know any better. And I don't excuse away people's behavior. People's behavior is their behavior. Yeah. And whether their intent was malicious or not, it still hurt me. I'm still va- uh, um, validated in my feeling of being hurt in that moment. It's still okay to be hurt. And because you continue to do this and have these this cycle... How about you don't you don't have access to me anymore? Mm-hmm. I was way too forgiving to people that did not deserve forgiveness, um, specifically in relationship, mm-hmm. specifically with a, a partner. I just there was way too much that I let slide and it not necessarily because to my knowledge, it, it was never like another woman or anything like yeah. that. It was always about the way you treated me. That I would just be like, well, it's okay. I'll, you know, it's fine. I'll deal with it. Whereas in my 30s, mm mm-mm. We're going to need to address this because I don't like the way that I'm being treated. And you're going to hear about it. And you're going to hear about it until some concrete effort has been made to change it. You know what? In my teens, I took absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. When I say you couldn't do anything, if I saw you look like you wanted to talk to another woman or something, choose her. Mm-hmm. Bye. Mm-hmm. In my early twenties, I took it into my early twenties after I had my daughter. Mm-hmm. I got this complex about giving people grace mm-hmm. because of how I felt, and I would accept and accept and accept and accept mm-hmm. so many things because I I felt some type of way, and then in my thirties, I gave myself permission again to say no. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I don't accept that. Yeah. Don't deserve that. Don't want that. No. No to that. No to this. You will see me on my terms or you won't see me at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I really feel like I took a control back mm-hmm. over my life that I had let go mm-hmm. of, which is crazy to have so much control in your teens. Not in all aspects. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I would completely spaz about these things. I wouldn't handle them in the right way. I right. would completely spaz. I'd be like, Mm-hmm. We about to fight back, right? Right. <laughs> like we about to, okay. Domestic violence over here. Oh, God. <laughs> as I got older, as I am now in my thirties, that is absolutely not acceptable to me. Mm-hmm. If I ever feel like I have to put your, put my hands on you, mm. we have gone too far, mm-hmm. and this is probably not something that I'm finna stay in mm-hmm. because it's too much. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I have I have uh, decided what my priorities are. Mm-hmm. I have decided what I will carry around and what I will not. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about you, Ed? I really think for myself, I was trying to think of how to say it, but I think the easiest way to say it is that um, your friendships, um, as you grow, mm-hmm. will sometimes um, exude jealousy because of immaturity. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're in your 20s, you see that a lot because you all are arriving at different places at different times. Yeah. Right. Um, it's okay to um, to shed um, some people at that time if it's okay. Um, if life brings them back around later in life for you or you all reconnect and the stars yeah. align, it's mm-hmm. okay. It's mm-hmm. okay for that to happen. That's happened. 
and I'm thankful for those opportunities. It has it's happened where the stars have not aligned mm-hmm. as well, you know. and I'm okay with that too. But I think that um, you know in my tw- you know in my twenties there were a lot of challenges, but there were also a lot of wins, you know, and mm-hmm. um, there were a lot of things I was proud of, a lot of accomplishments that were happening, yep. and some people just could not stand with me hmm. and be happy with me. Well, you know, and God that was will separate you sometimes. He will. He will separate you. And I just, I was happy that, you know, it kind of lined like he did, but it was still at the time I didn't see why mm-hmm. it was happening that way. But now in my 30s, I see why it was happening. And it felt like at the time, like, man, I'm losing, I'm losing a friend. Like, mm-hmm. because of some things that I've done that I'd had no control of. I'm just around here living life. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's, when I was in, you, if you're in your 20s or any phase of life, just know that sometimes you might lose or shed people because of some of sometimes people are not ready to be happy with you it's mm-hmm. really unfortunate I, we don't really condone friendships like that but I just know that maturity takes time so. and I'll, I'll say that I, I'm not I'm gonna be fully transparent I've been that friend before mm-hmm. where it's like I can I can't be happy for you in the way that I want to because mm-hmm. I am so sad for me mm-hmm. because I want that so bad mm-hmm. particularly to um, have a child y'all know yeah. I struggled with fertility for a long time before mm-hmm. we had our son and it was painful yeah for me mm-hmm. to watch other people be able to go through that process and have a positive experience when i was trying so hard and wanted it so badly that i couldn't and that was something that i went through in my 20s mm-hmm. yeah. and so it was it was really hard and we had a lot of friends that had babies and yeah. in their 20s effortlessly just like touched each other pop pregnant right. <laughs> and it's just like I'm trying I'm doing everything I, I don't know why it's not working but it's not working and it was hard for me to be happy in the way that I wanted to be I want y'all know mm. I want to be the cheerleader I want to be there and support and all of that but I couldn't be mm. I couldn't I knew myself and so there were people that I had to distance myself from mm. not that you did anything wrong but I know me I know my capacity right now and I know where I am it, in, with this particular situation and I need to back up. Mm. Yeah, but that's not necessarily jealousy though. You that's, know, mature, that's, that's mature that's, in my, no. in my it, and no. actually honestly <laughs> my is to take yourself out of the situation yeah. instead of berating them or finding a way to dampen their parade yeah. Yeah. just because you, you can't you know what I'm saying? You I can't quite I look get at it. it I, I look at it as jealousy because as your friend I should be I felt and still kind of feel I should be there. Yeah. But I I just I know that I will get there and I will paint on the biggest smile that I can and I don't know how long that's gonna last well here's the thing (laughs) here's the thing though in a friendship yeah in all your friendships you can't be everything to everybody right and sometimes it's just not your place yeah it's not because I suffered with some depression Mm -hmm. some isolation yeah uh I don't even know if it was jealousy because I wasn't jealous, but you know, I ended up having a special needs child. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot Mm -hmm. that I had to kind of deal with that you don't realize comes along with a special needs child. I have a have a unique journey and there was not a lot of people around me that experience who can experience that journey and know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about that journey. So I did distance, I was a little depressed. I did look at people and be like y'all get to have such a great time with mm-hmm. it 
and I did not have that great time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it feels some type of way. Mm-hmm. But I'm not jealous. I'm happy for you. Yeah. I'm just sad for me. And right. I'm just, you know, I'm a little upset. Yeah. You know, even now, it's still kind of... Sometimes when I see certain things, I be like, and why don't I get to have that? Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. that I'm jealous of you, because yeah. I, I love that, that for you, you get to have right. it. Yeah. But for me, yeah. it was just like, like Lord, I did a lot. You know, my relationship with God in my 20s and my relationship with God in my 30s Talk was completely That's, different. Yeah. Because I was very, very angry with God. Mm-hmm. I was very ancestors, angels, are All over, whoever, everybody. I was angry with all of them because I was like, why me? Mm-hmm. Why me? Why Why I got to do this? Mm-hmm. And people would be like, you're going to have a testimony. Mm-hmm. Who asked you for that? Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like, say I wanted that. And that's not the verbiage to say to anyone. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, people, they were, tr- they were, they were trying, trying to be encouraging. They were using yeah. the tools that they had right. to try and push through, once again, this situation that they don't really comprehend. For, yeah, yeah. They can conceptualize it. They can see, like I can see how that would be mm-hmm. disappointing. But it's I can different see than how being that would in be it. Hard, yeah, yeah. It's different than having mm-hmm. this particular situation and going through it mm-hmm. as a single parent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. even different as going through it with two parents. Mm-hmm. But as a single parent, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. You watching other people and you like, I could use a little help mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but. When other people are going through their lives as well, because that that would be the part that would kind of annoy me, mm-hmm. is I would be like, why can't y'all see me? Mm-hmm. Why can't y'all see that I'm depressed? Mm-hmm. Why can't y'all see that I'm sad? Mm-hmm. Why can't y'all mm-hmm. see that this is hard for me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did a lot of forgiving to get to the point that I'm at because it wasn't nobody's fault. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay friend. It's okay. It's still yeah. Oh. Yeah, to just move through life and you know take the accountability, try to grow up, try to be somebody who you can be proud of. It is hard. Yeah, and I don't want people to you know hear us and be like, oh my god, y'all just been, y'all just didn't got there, maybe (laughs) It is a struggle. Yeah, yeah, all the time. But I wouldn't change it for the world. Right. I love the woman who I have become and mm-hmm. who I have morphed into and the grace that I have been able to have for other people. Yes. Who nece- who may not necessarily know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I, it wasn't like I was telling everybody. Right. It w- but it was like... <laughs> it's, it's, it would be clear to me why yeah. it would be clear to you. <laughs> like, God. Yes. But I, I, I learned to stop putting up such a mask for other people mm. and allow myself to be a human being to be broken to be vulnerable so that y'all would know like look yeah i know it look i look strong yeah but i get tight yes yes i get and i struggle i do and it's hard and i cry sometimes and i'm upset sometimes girl and i just i don't want to do this sometimes and all of that is okay it's tired i don't feel like getting up yeah yeah i don't i want to lay down Mm -hmm. and i don't want y'all to talk to me yeah and i want the lord to just put a bubble Mm -hmm. around Around me me and keep all of y'all away well, no, you, you yeah. said something earlier about like you know our relationship with God from our twenties to our thirties, and I mean let me say this like <laughs> I have grown up in church my whole life. Yeah, girl, yes. me too. But God literally showed me. I thought I knew who God was, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like when I turned twenty six, He literally proved to me that He is in my life and mm-hmm. He is 
you know, I don't have to get into the scenario, but it's just like, yeah. you know, I just will say I was in a medical situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, well, you know. God literally mm-hmm. saved my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't know, like, you know, you know, God got you. Yeah. But does, yeah. But does he, you know, it's like when you have those scenarios where God just literally changes the situation for you. I think I think it proved to me that I owe him more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, um, you know, the going to church that's that is wonder, and I I'm not gonna stop. You know, right. <laughs> but I'm just saying that me going to church was great, but me diving into who he was for me, your personal relationship, yeah, my with God. Pers- yeah. This pandemic, let me tell you, this pandemic, Girl. Was, you know, and the brink of like at the end of my thirties, so mm. it was like me diving into knowing who he is for myself you know and i think that's so Mm -hmm. important whatever deity or god you believe in i believe in jesus christ you know Mm -hmm. my savior i just feel like that was important for me to dive deeper into knowing him for myself it was so important for me to do that you know i just don't know how i could have made it through that scenario for sure. mm-hmm. with without him for sure. you know and um he proved to me through myself he proved to me through my family mm-hmm. um through their prayers of healing me you know it's just it was so many things i learned about the power of my god yeah, during yeah. my tw- my late 20s moving into my 30s that will change the fabric of my relationship with him moving forward mm-hmm. that yeah. I don't know I feel like it will change for it changed me because it let me see the power that he literally has in my life and mm-hmm. that yeah. that he has always been there it was mm-hmm. like in that moment I realized all these other moments that he had been there for me mm-hmm. yeah. and I didn't even see him there mm-hmm. and I felt so sad that I didn't even see him that I felt like I owed him yeah my life Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, gosh, these thirties. <laughs> a, pers- a personal relationship with God is so transcendent. Yeah, yeah. because I kind of, I think I was just so angry that I could not, I could not understand mm-hmm. why these were the cards that I was dealt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they always tell you stop saying why me, mm-hmm. stop saying that, and I could not stop saying. <laughs> I could not for a long time. I could not. But I had to go to a place of gratitude mm-hmm. yeah. and start thinking about the things that I did have mm-hmm. instead of the lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Thinking about the things that were going right instead of the things that I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking about where I could be because there is always somebody mm. in a worse off situation. And I know it's not, you know, we don't feel like, okay, but they don't take away from mine. But it does, it does put you in a place of gratitude that that is not your situation and you still have a way up and out yeah you still have avenues to explore you still are here and can change your life even if you are homeless yeah there are there is a way there is a way no matter you know what i'm saying no matter what situation you're in and you could even not believe in god that's your personal choice Mm -hmm. but i hope you believe in something Mm -hmm. yeah because sometimes my relationship with god is what carried me through Mm -hmm. it wasn't people it was god who just wrapped his arms around you and maybe because i'm like you know you go to these dark places Mm-hmm. In your thoughts, in your mind, and you like, baby, I'm finna run away. Yeah, y'all could, y'all could, y'all could keep my stuff. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm finna run. Yeah, and just, just not look back. You know what I'm saying? I do. It's, yeah. <laughs> it is only me, God, who kept my head on the street. 
Girl. That's for sure. For That's sure. for sure. Yes. Glory right. be to God. Yes. Okay. Amen. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like we, we've uh, tackled some really good topics today in regards to reflecting um, of our 20s, yes. growing into our 30s, being the woman that we want to be. Even if we're not there 100% yet, we are on our way. Life is a journey. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. And it don't stop at 30. I know some of you youngins might think yeah, that baby. 30 is old or 30 is it but it's really not I no. honestly feel like I just am waking up yeah. like yes. I feel like I'm just waking up to who I want to be in this world yeah. and how I want how I want to be in this world if you could give a piece of advice to the young folks I would say love yourself mm-hmm. yeah. even as you're growing yeah. you deserve that and and other people loving on you while you're growing isn't enough you got to do it for yourself say that yes. I used to depend on other people's love to carry to carry me mm-hmm. and no matter who it is it can be very fleeting yeah. you know somebody get upset with you and now you just you're all consumed with that but mm-hmm. you have to love you truly learn you and love you yeah. and then if there are things that you don't like about you that's okay change you and get to grow change you get to decide who you are nobody else you yeah Ebony I would say my advice is to be proud of yourself. Yes. It ties into being love, love yourself, yes. but be proud of every small thing you did. If it's small, if it's big, mm-hmm. it's maybe small to you, but it's big to someone else. Mm-hmm. You accomplished something. You moved through something. Mm-hmm. You tackled something. You got through something that you didn't know you were going to be able to get through. Take a moment and reflect it and be proud of yourself and don't let anybody take that moment away from you. If they take it away from you, you move out of that space with them mm-hmm. and you find a space where you can relish in being proud of yourself. Even if it's by yourself. By yourself. Okay. That's some of the best time mm-hmm. to be proud of yourself mm-hmm. is by yourself because can't nobody take it away from you. Then. That's right. I yeah. love that. I love that. Yeah. See ya. I would say make a plan. Mm-hmm. And be flex- flexible about your plan. Mm-hmm. Make a plan. Look look at your life and say, in five years, I would like to be here. In 10 years, I would like to be here. Whatever that is. You could be a professional can kicker, a stripper, a lawyer, whatever Child, it is. I'm saying, hey, as <laughs> long as you're the best can kicker out there, baby. All right, now. Your gift will make room for you. You will make money if you are using your gift. Okay. If God gave you can kicker, maybe can kick. kick it. Kick it. <laughs> but... But I'm saying make a plan and be flexible about Mm -hmm. your plan. Be passionate about the things that you do. Mm -hmm. If you don't like it, your 20s, your early stages, them is the times to pivot. Mm -hmm. If you get in law school and you hate law school, pick pick something else. I know it's a lot of money and I know it sounds like, oh, she's just fanciful. No, be flexible about your plan i'm telling you i didn't really have a plan in my 20s and mm-hmm. if i did if i did have those goals that i had that i was working for i wouldn't have been in certain situations mm-hmm. because they wouldn't align with my plan mm-hmm. i would have already had if y'all think about it like even when we come into this we make an outline mm-hmm. because right. we want to go somewhere with it right. right if we came in here and just jumbled it all together it would be a hodgepodge of hot mess yeah, yeah. have a plan and be flexible about your plan be able to pivot Matter of fact, have two or three plans. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Have an ABC. Because it's not singular. Life it's is not, not singular. Oh, my gosh. And it's layered. You can do yeah. two things at one time. Yes. yes. Just, or you might do this thing first and then these other two things together at the second and time. And sometimes opportunities will open yeah. up yeah. if you know where you're going. Right. If you know what you're looking at, certain opportunities, doors will open and pray about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I cannot say it enough. Pray about it. Meditate about it. Be about your plan. Mm -hmm. Not so rigid that it's all consuming, but rigid enough that if somebody is like, well, let's just fuck off for a year. you like, I, let's not. Let's <laughs> let's do a little something, something else. Because I'm telling you, the, the it's the framework for the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. Like my 20s definitely set up my 30s. So now I'm in my 30s trying to set up clean them 40s. up them 20s you know the mistakes from them 20s yep and set my framework for what my life looks like in my 40s yep have a plan y'all all right i love that advice so um something a little of uh, light and fun um if we have a song that you would want to bring into your 20s so we're i mean your 30s excuse me <laughs> 20s, is, 20s is gone but we're all already in our 30s but yep. what is a song that is representative of where you are in your 30s and where you hope to be. Ev, you want to go first? Yes, I do. I have two. Okay. I have two. My first one is Closer by Guape. Yes, love that song. And I just love it because she just says closer over and over again, I'm just getting yes. closer to my dreams. That's just how I felt going into my 20s, like right, leaving my 20s and, and going jumping into, in my 30s. Mm -hmm. I just felt like that. And then the second one is Bigger by Beyonce. Yes. I just I just thought of that as we were speaking. And it's just like, she just says, like, I'm just a speck in the universe. Like, And that's how I feel. But I have a big the song talks about your purpose right and finding your purpose and i think that when i think about my job mm -hmm. and my purpose they're two different things mm -hmm. and i think that it took me to get through my 20s to realize that yeah you know that my purpose is nowhere near aligned to what my job is right. i can do a great job with my job <laughs> but, you know? but it's not tied to my purpose and i yeah. love that that god has a bigger purpose for me than just what i do for my nine to five yes so. i love that song that actually the first time i ever heard that song i cried yes i literally because i was listening to the words and it just it really did touch me because it felt it felt like she was talking to, directly to me yes and it was just like oh okay Yep. You know, it don't take much. I already think Beyonce talking directly to me most of the time. So it doesn't take much. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, well my my song is Good Morning Gorgeous <laughs> by Mary J. Blige. Tell yourself. Listen, because I have to do that. Yeah. Some people will look at where I am in my life and think all of these very positive things that I don't necessarily <laughs> look at my life and think. Mm -hmm. And so I have to and I've also kind of like we talked about earlier have geared away from depending I'm still working on depend not depending on other people pouring into me I have to do it for myself and I feel like that's what that song is very much talking about it's just I'm telling myself no matter what and I'm not talking about when I'm done up and you know hair mm -hmm. is done lashes done and got the cute new outfit on I'm talking about when I wake up and I just see me mm -hmm. good morning gorgeous and that I'm, I'm loving Aww. on me because it's so important I did not do that enough in my 20s so I I am definitely making that a priority to do in my 30s. I know that's right. What about you, Sia? Okay, so my one that kind of make me cry is The Rise Up by Andrea oh, Day. Oh, yeah. And I really love that, I really love that song. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I forgot about that song. And I love then, that song. And then my other one is Bad Bitch Energy yes. by Savannah Christina. Come on, yes. girl. I love that song. Now. I really love that song. That is like my Get Ready song. Yeah. It's like. Yes. I think I sing that song I'm almost in, every day. I'm, I'm in that energy. <laughs> like, I don't want nobody to call me a B-word, but I'm in that. Yeah. I'm in that energy. Right. She'd be like, I'm that girl. Yep. Been that bitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know it. Sometimes you got to remind yourself. You, you do, do, though. Yeah. You do, though. You do have to be, like, the driving factor behind, yes. mm -hmm. behind you. Be your biggest no, cheerleader. Yeah, if nobody else thinks you're great, you have to think mm -hmm. you're great. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
that part all right that was a beautiful combo ladies i love that vulnerability transparency it was beautiful i love you guys i love you too (laughs) and we love y'all out there too and uh we appreciate y'all supporting us uh we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back all right all right y'all well we're gonna head on out we do have our affirmation as usual yes are you all ready we hope you carry it with you through the week okay let's do it all right everything is always working out for me Everything is always working out for me. I am surrounded by people who love me and help me. I am surrounded by people who love me and help me. I am always in the right place at the right time. I am always in the right place at the right time. A divine army is always by my side. A divine army is always by my side. I am blessed and cared for. I am blessed and cared for. All is well in my life. All is well in my life. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. I love that calling in all of that positivity. Yeah. That that really feel like you're you're calling in good energy Bringing for the it week. to you. you know? Yes. It's needed. It's yeah. important. Yeah, that's why we hope we can, you carry it with you through the week. You all peace and love to everybody. That's right. Okay. And on that note, stay opinionated. Stay opinionated. Stay opinionated. Bye y'all. Hey, y'all. We just want to remind you that you can listen to each episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Search Black Women with Opinions and make sure to subscribe and click that share button. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Black Women with Opinions Podcast. You can follow us on TikTok and X, formerly known as Twitter, at BWWO Podcast. And lastly, make sure to subscribe to our Patreon at Black Women with Opinions Podcast. Thank you for your support. We appreciate it so much. We love you and stay opinionated.